0: Right. hey, we are back once again, ladies and gentlemen. The Miami Comedy Podcast is uh, going live once again to say what's up to all the people out there. It's a sunny yet rainy Sunday afternoon here in the city. I don't know what to expect in Miami anymore, guys. I had plans to live large today. I wanted to go to the beach. I wanted to have a nice outdoor brunch. And lo and behold, the rain comes in. Just makes everything wet, which may not always be a bad thing. What's up, everybody? Uh, Nico, how are you? Steph, uh, absolutely excellent. Juanqui Camps. Nick, welcome back. Fernandez, Les Roses. Hey, Les Roses. I haven't been there in a minute. How are you, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. Thank you. All right, so a couple of updates uh i got into reels i find you know what everything i ever said about tiktok guys i take it back i love tiktok i think tiktok is one of the coolest things that has ever come out in social media (laughs) i remember i used to talk a lot of shit about tiktokers Hey, but let's face it man when you go when you go viral on tiktok you either gotta dance uh be half naked or uh i don't know do some more dancing and do some some trends right and the next thing you know when you go down their timeline It's just trend after trend. And so me being an old cynical hater, I was like, man, fuck this app. And then one day I was bored out of my mind and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to use it. Let me just, let me just, Manny, you know what? Give it a shot, Manny. Give it a shot. And I'm like, all right. uh, Steph says I'm addicted to, no, I never said I was addicted. You're putting words in my mouth. I haven't even logged into that thing for like three days already, but I gave it a shot. I went on TikTok and I started fooling around the editing tools that TikTok has. And I'm not going to lie, pretty good editing tools. Uh, You could do cool shit on the fly. Um, The videos that I've been making, two of them were made with the studio. And another two were made just using the app itself. And I was just tweaking. They have some cool stuff on there, man. You could like voice record yourself in a way to change your... The, the tone and pitch you can put like effects after the editing it's so amazing and i'm like oh my god these kids are gonna make it these kids have cooler tools than i did when i got into social media <laughs> come on guys remember myspace remember when you had to go on myspace and then you actually had to like update to play the music you have to like update the code in the actual way they got to hack myspace in order to customize it <laughs> you guys remember that if you wanted a song to play in the background, you would literally have to go HTML, inspect, and you have to put, like, code. We were, at, we were coders just so we can look good on MySpace. Now it's as simple as pushing a button or editing something. And, you, and lo and behold, you got some great content out there. So anyways, I've been practicing on TikTok. I've been practicing my uh, sketch writing. And I, I never knew I had it in me. I think you know what the secret is. You got to have fun. You got to have fun. You got to go in there and just have a lot of fun. And speaking of having fun, I don't know why I got into this, guys, but, like, um, if you guys, oh, by the way, let me just put this in the chat here. Uh, If you guys want to, like, participate in the conversation, I got a question for you. Uh, If you already know, I made a recent uh, video on TikTok about uh, what would you do if you found a brick? There we go. You can join in on the topic, okay? I want to ask you guys a question. What would you do if uh, you came across a brick in Miami Beach? Because I really believe that finding co- a brick of Coke in the beach, you're more likely to, to find that than hitting the lotto, all right? Because I don't know if you guys heard this in the news or not, but like over a billion dollars of cocaine was, uh, uh, what, do you, what do you call the word when someone takes something away? The, the Coast Guard found $1.2 billion worth of cocaine coming into Miami or something like that. And I'm like, $1.2 billion with a B, guys. How much cocaine is in circulation right now in Miami that it's in the billions? <laughs> <laughs> did, did Jeff Bezos order that shit? Was that a Jeff Bezos special? Who, who, who the hell can afford $1.2 billion of cocaine? So when I saw that, and then Cocaine Cowboys came out. I'm like, oh, no, as a matter of fact, here's the here's the weird thing, guys. The cocaine video that I made, confiscate. That's the word. I don't even think they confiscated it. I think they just made a surprising discovery. This thing was like, you know, when you go into space and you find like something that's incredible, right? Like, oh my God, did you know that there's, amino acids in a meteorite. That's the same thing that happened with cocaine. Did you know that there was $1.2 billion of cocaine? I didn't even know they could produce that many. And who had the balls? I got to be careful with what I say because then I get fucking clapped. But who had the balls to order that much cocaine and put it in one shipment? That is some confident business move. That is, you know what? It's not only the biggest shipment of cocaine that was confiscated. That is probably the boldest business move in the history of mankind <laughs> yo whoever placed that order needs to go on entrepreneur magazine and <laughs> be like the man who defied all odds <laughs> i don't even think they captured the guy or whoever you know they, i think they just found it and it was like all right who does this belong to I don't know, man. It was just inside one of the crates. Um, so when I saw that, well, actually, before all that happened, before Cocaine Cowboys, before um, that shipment was discovered, I made the video before. So I guess something was in the air. Cocaine powder was in the air in the city of Miami. And I, and I started making this sketch. And I've always thought that finding a break, which, by the way, this isn't a real break. This is for the, all the people watching, okay?, this is a packet of sugar that I've wrapped, <laughs> you get creative, that I've wrapped with uh, see-through tape and um, uh, I forget what it's called, Reynolds wrap, okay, and I was just playing with the fact that how funny it would be if you found one because your life can change in an instant if you found a brick this big in Miami Beach, right, but like would you do the right thing and tell the police really ask yourself that question. If you came across, you know, fifty to $60,000 worth of a cocaine shipment on the beach, what are you going to do? Are you going to pull out your phone? Are you going to call the police and be like, yeah, I, I found the cocaine brick. As a matter of fact, you could probably do that even if you didn't find it, you know? You just have a whole bunch of cocaine with you. And you're just like, this is too much to carry. Let me just call the cops. <laughs> what are you doing with this much cocaine, boy? I, uh, I was about to call you guys because I, you know, I found this and I wanted you to take this off my hands. And then you don't get arrested because you could just go with the fact that you found it. And that's it, they can't prove it. As a matter of fact, if you ever get found with a, with a big brick of cocaine in Miami Beach, just say you found it, they'll believe you because you, people find that stuff every day. Um, so here's the things that I was writing on, not what, on what not to do if you ever find a brick of cocaine. Number one, uh, don't post it on social media. As a matter of fact, true story, a comedian back in the day, was walking up and down and he found a brick of cocaine and he posted it on social media and he did call the cops right after. But the fact that he posted it on there, not only are you putting yourself in danger of affiliating yourself with owning that, but you're also putting yourself in danger on whoever actually owned it before you found it. <laughs> Cause you know, some of these cocaine bricks, they have little logos on it to kind of show what, you know, <laughs> quote unquote business it came from you know, it, it, it could be a little iffy. So you got to be careful. Second thing you, you shouldn't do. Um, and by the way, if you guys want to help me add anything to this list, uh, put it on the chat or leave it in the comments on YouTube. But uh, the second thing you should never do if you ever were to find a brick of cocaine is uh, don't tell anyone about it at all. Because let's say you end up keeping it right. Let's say you you want to be bold and you want to, you know, keep your big brick of coke. Uh, somebody's going to want to get in on that business with you. And when you tell them no, they're just going to rat on you, right? You're not a mob boss. You're not a made man. They don't owe you nothing. So, you know, you get a brick of cocaine and you tell your friend, it's like, yo, Tom, what's up, man? Hey, listen, can you believe it? I found a big brick of blow in the beach today. Oh, shit, that's awesome, man. I would love to go in on that business with you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who said I was going to do that, man? I was just sharing the good news. Anyways, I got to go. Hustling, hustling. <laughs> all right, and then you hang up. And then Tom is like, uh, All right, then fuck you then. Doot, doot, doot. 911. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know somebody that uh, is about to sell cocaine. He found the brick and he's going to go on the streets and push it. Yeah, his name is Manny Garavito. All right, bye. So that's it. You're going to jail because somebody didn't go on a business with you. So that's number two. Number three, how, <laughs> how can you leave the beach? with cocaine, like, um, how are you gonna, you gonna put it in your trunk? Are you gonna duct tape it to your abdomen? Are you gonna put it in your beach bag? How can you move such large amounts of cocaine uh, without it being obvious or without it being illegal? All right, so these are modern day philosophical questions as a Miamian living uh, with the ability of finding cocaine anywhere you go. And I've been in many parties. As a matter of fact, when I lived in Miami Beach, I used to know a lot of people, a lot of people. All right, I'm not gonna name names, but I used to know a lot of people that would close their bars up after hours. Let's say it's like 3 a.m. They would close the bar and then like a select dozen people would stay, right? After hours, and it would be just one big cocaine party. Now, was I inside of them? I'm not naming, I'm not naming names. I'm not naming names, but there were some fucking speakeasies in Miami Beach, like in this, when I live in Miami Beach, I live in Miami Beach like 2012 and 2013 was when I was really going down a, a, on a downward spiral. And in those two years, I remember that I would go out nightclubbing, even on the nights that I had to wake up early to go to work. And when I would go inside of those speakeasies, man, people would just lay it out. You know, you pay a fee. Right. And there's a certain amount. And then you just lay it all out. The DJ goes in, the ladies go in. Oh, and there's no better aphrodisiac than a girl that likes to go out clubbing, than blow. Oh my God, those girls will love you. Oh, the things I've seen, guys, you wouldn't believe it. So they would, you know, the bouncers would jump in, the manager, the owners, everybody jumps in and it's just one big networking event with blow. (laughs) Miami Beach can can be very wild if you know the right people. Uh, thankfully I never really got into it I never really made it a big thing but like have I tried it yeah I mean I'm not gonna lie I have dabbled but uh, that's my least favorite substance in all the substances available to human beings because to me blow is one of those things where when you try it it's only good for like 20 minutes and then after 20 minutes it's over and then now you want more so it's like the carrot you know, at the end of the stick that you'll never be able to reach. It's like, I want to get high, but I want to get high and I want to get high again. So it's a very, it's the kind of high. That's not really pleasant because of how, uh, hedonistic it is, man. It's not pleasant to do blow. It's very short term. Uh, if you ever want to hook up, which most, most party girls want to hook up when they're on blow, but if you ever want to hook up with them as a male, your thing doesn't work. Right. Cause the blood is going elsewhere. And, uh, yeah, I, I just don't think it's a proper drug. I think it's one of those drugs that is just for people that want really simple pleasures. You know what I mean? Like that quick hit of dopamine. Oh, my God, I feel amazing. I'm oh, feeling this blow. I feel great. Then, you know, after four songs, it's like, fuck, I got I to re-up. <laughs> blow will get you sober. <laughs> blow is one of those drugs that actually gets you sober in 20 minutes. Like, if you're drunk, you do blow. And then 20 minutes later, you're like, I'm sober, but now I want more. <laughs> and there's no worse feeling than when you got to wake up the next morning and you see the sun coming up and you're just like, fuck. Oh, man, I got I to try this shit again, man. This shit is, this shit is wild. Um, it makes your hangovers better. I will say that. Whatever it is that you're going through, whatever, whether it be alcohol, weed, uh, or, you know, any other drug, when you do blow, it snaps you right out of it, but then you want to get back into it. It's just, it's dangerous for those that don't know what they're doing or have a very uh, low tolerance for impulses. You know what I mean? Like people that have really bad tendencies and don't have control of their impulses Blow is probably the worst thing you can do. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, like I think wasn't like cocaine considered like a medical thing in the 1800s, right? Then they put it in like medicine where it's like, hey, man, you got a cold, do some blow, right? You do some blow, and the next thing you know, I go, oh, man, I can breathe. Oh, I feel better. I'm alive. My heart is, is beating. I can feel the blood flowing in my system. I'm alive. I feel great. Thanks, doc. And the next thing you know, 20 minutes later, you still have a cold, but now you want some more of it, so. Coca-Cola, they sprinkled that shit on there. What's up, Hot Flash? We're talking about blow in Miami Beach, right? Coca-Cola used to have it as one of the ingredients, okay? I think just the same way if, I mean, if blow were to ever become legal, the same way marijuana is, you just have to be smart, man. You just have to be smart with the use of it because a lot of people, you know, that want to keep feeling good. They, they just keep doing it until anything, and anything that's too much is always bad. Right. Like blow. If it was, if, if us as a society, were to look at cocaine and be like, you know, in moderation. All right, guys, this is just a very strong substance that makes you feel good. It gives you a little pep in your step, but you've got to do it in small moderation, because if you don't, this thing will ruin your health, your life, your relationships and everything in between. Right. And so back in the day, people would have like a little, you know, they would they would just do a little bit. You know, somebody walking around with a powdered wig on and some ruffles in his sleeves and just going around. Ah, what a lovely evening. <sighs> Let's keep the party going, right? And that's it. And he goes back in the party, starts eating wine, che- I mean, starts drinking wine, eating cheese. And, you know, that's it. That's all he needed. But in modern society, since we're so addicted to quick hits of dopamine, we're just like, little hit. Let's go hard, baby, especially in Miami. <laughs> you got to go hard. You got you got to put it all on your nose. I don't even know why people put it in their gums. Isn't that a waste? <laughs> people put it in their gums, just fucking, i got to brush my teeth with this shit. And what's next? You just fucking rub your eyes with a little cocaine at the edge of your finger. Just fucking there rubbing your eyes. I got to get it all in me. And put it in your ears and shit. So that's why, that's why cocaine has such a bad rep. Because in moderation, it's all right. I mean, it's, if you, it comes from a coca plant, right? From what I believe. Indians used to chew on it before they had to go climb the mountain, right? The the indigenous people would use it as a way to wake up, to get going, let's go. I don't got got time for coffee. Blow was used by those that didn't have time to brew a cup of coffee, man. You would have to go. I got to go and work right now. All right, now that we're at the halfway point, let's... uh, Let's get to the reads, everybody. So, Mr. Exclusive Alapata Marketing. Wait, you, why are you marketing in Alapada? <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious. Alapada Marketing? What, what are you marketing? Cocaine? I figured this would be the right show to, to get some marketing ideas from. Just kidding. Great things are happening in Alapata. Uh, what's up, Toil Three? Welcome. We're here uh, having a conversation on what you would do if you ever came across a brick in the city of Miami Beach. But first of all, let's get to the reads real quick. Uh, This show is sponsored by my friend, L.U. Venus, guys, who is a health insurance agent and a subject matter expert in the world of health insurance. So use him as a resource. If you have questions, he has answers. The people he helps the most are those who do not have health insurance because they believe it to be unaffordable, and those who do have health insurance and are complaining about how much it costs. He can help anyone, anywhere, with anything regarding their health insurance, so call him today, 305-335-3944. What's up, Mr. Exclusive? Yeah, man, we just out here talking shit, man. I think it's your first time here, right? This is what we do, man. We just go live and just talk some shit for a few minutes, so welcome. Uh, Participate in the conversation if you'd like. Uh, we're talking about what you would do if you were to find a brick of cocaine in Miami Beach. I actually want to make a tutorial video. Um, I want to start getting into YouTube. I want to start editing some cool stuff. Now that I'm really getting the hang of creating video content in a way that I'm happy, okay? Because I never really felt that the content... All right, so look, here, Here's I'm just going to get into it, guys. Here's the way I feel about creating content in today's modern world, all right? It can be difficult for you to feel satisfaction as an artist for what you create with what people want from you, right? So there's these two divides. It's you and what you're capable of creating and what the people want, right? So you got to meet halfway, all right? But, But there's also some people that just give the other people what they want and then they exploit it. Okay. I can't do it because it's not in me. So what I do instead is I try to find that middle ground between what the people want and my, my creation, my creating abilities so that I can be happy because let's face it, guys, if I didn't like what I was doing, I'd probably do it once and once only. And then I'd be like, man, fuck that. That did not feel good. But now I'm kind of getting the hang of it. I got this brand new mic. Check this out. I got this mic so that I don't have to, um, use the podcast mic when I do my sketches. So like, watch this, let me know if the quality is good. Testing one, two, one, two test. Now I don't have to speak directly into it, but it sounds pretty good. You could hear the depth in my voice. The problem now is that there's a little bit of an echo because of my garage in comparison to the Procaster one, where I speak directly into it. So now, As I get into this, uh, as I get into this part of my uh, studio uh, version, I'd say I'm in version like 1.8, right? I'm trying to get to 2.0, but I got to put like, uh, I don't know, like acoustic phone on the ceiling and then maybe somewhere here in the corners so that I can then start creating more content with that microphone. Because the last time I was doing it, I had to get like a little lapel thing. And, you know, you can't get into character when there's a lapel thing obviously coming out, right? They're trying to act like you're a police officer, and then he looks like he has a wire. It's like, oh, that, that, no, that's not believable. That uh, that police officer has a wire on him. <laughs> hey, as a matter of fact, that'd be a pretty good sketch idea. What would you do if you found the brick of cocaine, and then you see the wire <laughs> while you're giving it to a police officer? You're setting me up. Um, that's interesting. So yeah so like i was saying creating content creating videos i want to do a tutorial on youtube like top five things not to do if you would ever find that in miami beach right i also want to get into a lot of other stuff like i got some i'll give you guys an exclusive for those uh listening so the next things that i'm working on in terms of a sketch is uh uh let's see i want to do one do you guys remember like the mentos uh commercials do do Um, I want to do one with, instead of mentos, churros, right? What's up, Ancheri? Where you go out and you do some shit after eating a piece of churro, but instead of the fresh maker, it's a fresco maker, right? Because you're so fresco and you're getting away. Because if you really think about it, mentos, what they were implying is that you get away with some mischievous shit because you ate some sort of minty thing. So if you eat a piece of churro and you go out and you do some, some fresco shit, mean mira lo que fresco! That's what I want to go for. All right. So that's one. The second one is uh, there's a lot of homeless people and they're hilarious over in Brickell. And I want to do a sketch where, you know, how in Brickell is considered like one of the biggest areas in Miami that is progressive in terms of businesses and startups and tech and all that. So like, you know, be like a guy in a suit and then like a homeless guy, like motivating him. It'd be a homeless guy under a tree motivating him to get his paycheck on his way to work. So he's like, he's got a nice suit on and he's got his little briefcase and he's walking to work. And then like a homeless guy would be just laying down. Like, Hey, I see you, man. Yeah. You're up right and early. That's what I like to see. Go get that check player. Hustling, hustling, hustling." And then like, he would look out the window and then just, he would like be holding up a sign and just be like, I believe in you, man. You're doing great. Keep going keep getting that check and then i guess the miami prices go up so high in brickle that he ends up losing his home so what he ends up what he he ends up being homeless with the guy (laughs) because he can't afford the rent anymore anyways i gotta play with the idea but these things just come to me now it's very normal the same way i write one-liners and the same way i riff on topics that i find interesting it's the same thing in sketch format the trick is you then have to edit it in a way that makes sense and you also have to present it in a way that makes sense. Cuz sitting down and writing a one-liner is easy, right? You just pull out your little keyboard, you just you condense it, you make it tight, it looks good. All right, looks good. When you do a podcast, you just hit the live button. Hey, what's up everybody? And then you get into it, right? When you do a sketch, it's like, all right, scene 1, act 1. All right, a police officer walks in, right? So it's a little more a little more condensed, uh, but I like it. It's a brand new way to get my, my creative endeavors out, and I didn't know I had it in me. I did not know that I had the capability of uh, writing, shooting, and editing and publishing uh, sketch content. And now that I'm doing it, it's getting easier and easier. And I should have done this years ago. You know what I mean? I should have done this a long, long time ago because this green screen behind me is fucking golden. I don't have to go out into uh i don't have to go to like in public places and be like all right excuse me guys excuse me we're doing a shoot here please ma'am go around with your child i'm shooting a sketch all right the fuck out of here sir please go around and then you know you get your ass beat on camera (laughs) oh man your camera gets robbed in the middle of the sketch so being in front of a green screen What's up, marriage? Oh, Hiram. What's up, man? I like how your name is Marriage Comic, but your real name is Hiram, which is very close to Hiram. If you really think about it, Hiram is in reverse. Uh, If you reverse the vowels, it's Hiram, and he's the Marriage Comic. So go ahead and marry up all those bitches there, (laughs) Hiram. You're on a great niche. Uh, What's Hiram all about? Yeah, he talks about swinging. Anyways. So the green screen, I can put any background... I've got the, uh, the soundboard here that I could put in any, uh, you know, sound in the background. And it's just, it, I had the tools the whole time. And for me not to be using it in a way to create sketches was absurd. I mean, I feel, I feel as if like right now is a good time to get started in what I'm doing. But I also feel like I could have done this a long time ago. You know what I mean? You know that feeling? When you find somebody, like, you know, you find somebody special. Like, oh my God, where have you been your whole, where have you been my whole life? Uh, in your DMs? Stupid, you're the one leaving me on red. Now is when you gave me a shot. I know, I should have. I should have responded two years ago. <laughs> but we're together now. Yeah, but I'm married with children. Now I can't get with you. <laughs> the opportunity to get started never goes away, guys. All right, that's the moral of the story. Do whatever it is you want, especially in, create, in using your creativity. Because now the tools are all available to us. I mean, the fact that TikTok, you can do such cool things in such a short amount of time. Is incredible to me. You know, you can go on, you do virtual events. You can go live on on Instagram. It's incredible all the the, the various things you can do, and really uh, create. It's it's exciting. Ah, I feel like I'm on a roll. I've got the momentum, and I feel it. It's coming. All right, that's it. That's uh, that's it for today's episode. I want to thank those watching. I want to thank those on YouTube. I want to thank those on Facebook for tuning in. Uh, we're gonna try to uh, do this once a month. I mean. Yeah, at this point, maybe once a month. We're going to try to do the show once a week. When? I don't know. I mean, I like, I like keeping it random. But we're going to try to do this once a week, and we're going to try to have more conversations. But, uh, you know, use the chat, guys, okay? I do this on Instagram Live to get you guys con- conversing and giving me ideas. You never know. One of your jokes might even end up as a sketch. If you make me laugh, guys, I will, I will make it into a sketch. Now, will I give you credit? Eh, you know. Send me a little Cash App. Send me a little sum through Venmo and I'll give you credit. All right. I don't promo for free. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, if you enjoyed this, go to mammycomedy.com to find all the funny live stand up comedy shows happening in the city. Our next show will be tomorrow at the Red Bar, Tuesday, Sweet Caroline, Wednesday, Focal Brewery, Thursday, Tripping Animals Brewery, Friday and Saturday, Fun Dimension. And Tipsy Flamingo is right around the corner, I hope, on Sunday. And then we're at seven nights a week. I have a second show coming out on Wednesday. We're doubling up, but I'm not going to announce it until we get the flyer ready so that it's a proper announcement. Okay, so once again, MiamiComedy.com. And if you want to subscribe to the podcast, it's MiamiComedy.com slash podcast. Subscribe. Uh, I've also got like a subscription-based thing if you want to support. I got t-shirts coming out. And, you know, it's, I'm, I'm still working. I'm still out here being a local comedian, helping you guys out in uh, finding laughter one way or another. Okay, in various formats, because that's what I, I think God put me into this world to talk shit and make people laugh. I don't know why. I don't know why. But I feel compelled to continue doing it. So thanks for all the support, everybody. I'll see you on the next episode. Have a great Sunday. Bye.